When Martha came to Jesus wrapped in grief, accusing Jesus of not coming sooner, Jesus simply stated, he will rise again. Martha responded, well, yeah, I know. At the end of time, he'll be resurrected. And then Jesus responded to her with this I am statement. I am the resurrection and the life. Perhaps an unusual thing to say to someone who is grieving. Welcome to Tea with the Preacher, the message series from Fairfield Presbyterian Church in Mechanicsville, Virginia. Today is Sunday, February 19, 2023. Pastor Mike continues our series, The Great I Ams, with a reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 11, verses 21 through 27. We get a hint at the coming glory of Easter as Jesus reveals, I am the resurrection and the life. So Celeste compared Jesus to a superhero for all he did to to save. And in our passage this morning, there is certainly a superhero moment, yet a not-so-superhero moment, too. My friend Jackson mentioned the Flash, you know, getting somewhere at the drop of a dime. This is a story of Jesus not getting somewhere so fast. Now, we all have that friend or family member, right, who takes their time getting where they're going, right? Maybe it's you. (laughs) You know, the one you have to tell that an event starts 30 minutes earlier than when it really does, just so that they'll be on time. Now, some may find the version of Jesus in this story as one such person taking his time, yet with higher stakes. Jesus had been informed that Lazarus had fallen ill, Lazarus' brother to Mary and Martha, dear friend of Jesus, someone he loved. You'd think at this news Jesus would drop all he was doing to get to his side as Jesus had, had shown, as the Gospels had shown so that he could heal him. However, Jesus took his time, perhaps because he was on God's time, with God's purpose at play, not bound with the kind of schedule immediacy that defines our living. Jesus waited a few days before taking the disciples back to Judea, and by the time they had arrived, Lazarus had been dead for four days. So we must wonder what was going on in this story. What did Mary and Martha make of this? Our reading for today drops in shortly after that moment in a confrontation about that event. Our reading this morning comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 11, verses 21 through 27. Let us watch and listen for God's word this morning. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those that believe in me, even though they will die, they will live And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. 
word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God of all things, may the words of my mouth, may the meditations and thoughts and prayers of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, for you are our strength and redeemer. Oh, how we know that phrase, if you had only been here. Now that can have a variety of meetings, right? It might be in reference simply to wishing someone had seen the cool thing we just did that we had been trying over and over again, like a half-court basketball shot. Or perhaps the phrase represents wishing someone had been at a family or friend gathering, if only they had been here. Yet in this instance, this phrase is something much deeper, wishing someone with the power to change something had shown up. Jesus, if you had only been here. We know that phrase well. We imagine Martha was feeling some anger and perhaps some regret in confronting Jesus. She had been with Lazarus in his last days, taking care of him in the midst of illness. She saw the slow decline of his health and knew his days were numbered. She had seen Jesus heal and knew what he was capable of. But Jesus didn't get there in time, at least in her timing. Jesus didn't follow the script Martha had in mind for him. Perhaps because Jesus' power is not something we can possess at our own whims. When it comes to that, wishing God had been here, wishing God could do what we want God to do in Jesus, I'm sure we could write down list of things that Jesus could do for us if it was only that simple, right? To come and heal someone or this or that, to fix what was broken, you know, maybe even to make some water out of wine out of water while he's at it. We can't blame Martha, right? When we're at our limits in the midst of our own grief or anxiety, we throw our own what ifs at Jesus about all we can do. Lament defies logic and simple answers. We find ourselves in these moments simply gazing up to the heavens, waiting for relief, for answers from the one who rose again. There's an art, I did not have time to get into our bulletin this morning, depicting Jesus' ascension and after the resurrection by a German painter, and apologies to German speakers, I'm sure I'll butcher the name, Hansus von Kulmbach. The artwork shows a gathered crowd on Ascension Day, which we can imagine, with the disciples and Mary and Martha all in a crowd, and their eyes are all directed upwards. And you may wonder where Jesus is in this gathering, and in this particular painting, all you can see are two little feet, the very top of the piece of art. It's almost comical, like someone tossing a baby up out of the air, and that's all you can see are those feet out of frame. The attention on this piece of artwork then falls upon those just looking up, gazing at Jesus' probably dirty feet on their way up to heaven and the resurrection. Perhaps that's us from time to time just looking up at those feet going up into heaven, 
But you see, the thing about just looking up is that if that's all we're doing, we're not really watching where we're going, right? I'm sure we've had some trips and stumbles doing that. Looking up, we may miss the people in front of us. We may miss what God is showing us. And so when it comes to resurrection, to God and making life out of death, maybe it's not just looking and waiting for Jesus to save us from where we are, but rather about looking around for what God is doing now. When Martha came to Jesus wrapped in grief, accusing Jesus of not coming sooner, Jesus simply stated, he will rise again. Martha responded, well, yeah, I know. At the end of time, he'll be resurrected. And then Jesus responded to her with this I am statement. I am the resurrection and the life. Perhaps an unusual thing to say to someone who is grieving. Yet Jesus always had the larger picture in mind. In this moment of grief, when it was hard to see beyond current circumstances, Jesus was making an eternal statement that death had no power. Jesus was stating that resurrection was not just one event. Foreshadowed here of Jesus dying and coming back to life. But resurrection was a person, a new reality in Jesus Christ. Through this encounter with Martha, Jesus again was saying, resurrection is not just one time, but a person living with us and through us, reigning in power over this world. And because of that, when we speak of resurrection, we're not just talking about what happens at the end of our earthly lives but rather what is happening now in our daily lives. Resurrection is happening around us because Jesus is the resurrection and the life. And if Jesus is the resurrection of the life, that means evidence of resurrection is all around us in this church, in our daily living. Our Christian life is not meant to be spent just gazing up at feet focusing on Jesus' return or on our eternal destiny and our salvation and the salvation of others at the end of our earthly lives, but rather looking at people that surround us and opportunities we have to live out resurrection daily as Jesus does for us. My seminary professor, Dr. Francis Taylor Gensch, states about this passage, when John speaks about eternal life, he speaks not just of future hope or forever life, but a quality of life that begins now and continues forever that takes part in goodness and joy. I am the resurrection of and the life now for you, where you are living and what you are doing in your life. Believe in me, Jesus said. We believe that Jesus embodied resurrection and new life, conquered death and lives for us, then surely we've been able to see life where the world sees only death. Perhaps we've been able to see possibility where the world proclaims endings. Perhaps we've been able to see open windows where there are closed doors, 
Our belief in Jesus living forever changes the way we see everything. So where have we seen resurrection daily then in our lives, in our living? Perhaps we've seen resurrection in the midst of a difficult relationship, reconciled relationships where wounds are healed, a card, an embrace, a kind word. Perhaps you've seen resurrection at work and receiving better than expected news, cancer that did not spread, tests that came back negative or positive, depending on the situation, surprise visits from loved ones. Perhaps we see resurrection and new life in the news from time to time. If you've been following the horrific earthquake in Turkey, perhaps you've heard recent stories of people still being found alive in the rubble as rescue workers work tirelessly around the clock. While the devastation is still overwhelming at events like this, the joy in these moments of these individuals still being saved surely is a sign of resurrection as the tenacity of people willing to work and to help is alive as ever. Evidence of resurrection surrounds of new life. God still at work creating possibility where we think there is none. And if we have trouble seeing this evidence or believing this evidence, maybe we just need a mirror. Perhaps the calling has fallen upon us to be the resurrection for someone, to visit someone who is isolated or feels alone, to speak up for someone who has been silenced, to give comfort to someone who is sick or suffering. Perhaps we are to be the resurrection in the life as Jesus works through us, through our church. Jesus as the resurrection in life means that we live as a people of hope, with all eyes always set ahead for what is possible Of course, that does not mean our lives will be easy. It does not mean that things will always go our way. We still live in a world where death, hatred, and violence win out more often than not. Yet we are a changed people. We know there's more to the story. We know that death is not the final word. And so we are asked just as Mary did. Do we believe it? Do we believe it? Thank you for listening to Tea with the Preacher. To find more information about Fairfield, visit our website at fairfieldpcusa.org. Worship with us this Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. as we commemorate the beginning of Lent with Ash Wednesday. And next Sunday, we will complete our series on the Great I Ams with the proclamation, I Am the Vine. If you like what you've heard today, we invite you to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite listening app. 